Welcome to the Happier by the Minute podcast, where we take the research and the rigor of positive psychology and break it down into bite-sized morsels that make it easy to understand and easy to practice. Because when we know better, we do better. And when we practice, we are happier by the minute. So I hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. This is not, we are not saying that you will be happier if you are richer. We're just saying we've got some tips so that you can start learning um, what we do and how it works to save money and make money because there is research that says that um, up to a certain point, money does make you happier because it pays for your home and your food and your shelter and your water and you don't have to worry about bills, and that's about up to like 75000 Now, if you're in Silicon Valley, it's probably like 200000 But anyway, oh, yeah. that's a joke. But anyway, it's tough out here. So, um, but after that, you know, that menial amount of like 75000 then it really is about um, the, the, the money, the growth in money is only incremental happiness. So you really don't get more happy. Like if I had just a hundred more thousand dollars or if I had a million dollars, I'd be happy. Trust me. We live in Silicon Valley. It's not true. It is not. We know a lot of unhappy rich people. Oh yeah. And we Uh, know a lot of happy poor people. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it's all about, uh, life is complicated as it is. Yeah. Um, I, I think people avoid doing budgets or avoid, I mean, we all come from different backgrounds of how our parents have introduced us to, money and stuff like this and I think America's this tax system is is quite a tough system to understand but I, I kind of call it simple economics I mean I'm not a guy who loves math and can do things in the head and stuff like that but I kind of like to my basic fundamentals is that if you if you're starting out and you've got a, an income coming in of some sort I would divide it by 31 you know the monthly amount 31 divided by 31 days after you've taken off all your expenses and so let's say you only have roughly $30 left per day to spend. We don't spend Hold on. over that. This is tip number one. I know. What's right? He just jumps in I'm right jumping. away. And by the way, I do want to clarify <laughs> that we aren't actually... You're perfect. <laughs> you're just you. Yeah. Okay. That I just also want to clarify that we're not exactly... I don't even want to define rich. Like whether we are rich or not, by some people's standards, we're super rich. By some people's standards, we're super poor. So like, it's not even about being rich or poor. It's just about managing your money better today. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your first tip is like the simple economics of spend less than you earn. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Spend less than you earn. I mean, it's, it, sound, it sounds so, you know, simple. obvious or simple, mm-hmm. but some people just kind of tend to forget that. I mean, obviously we're in a generation now of let's get a car and we'll, oh, we don't have really have the money or the cash, but we can borrow borrow on interest and stuff, but people have to really sit down and say, well, wait a minute, people are offering me this for 200 a month, but what's the catch? You've got to kind of ask those questions. Don't borrow money. If you can't. I mean, the thing is, is that they say that having a house is a good, is a good thing to be borrowing off, you know, because, you know, it's so expensive, but you, you need it and it can go up in value if you look after it. But, but don't things, borrow money for a car. But so part of the thing is that, dear, that I think some people borrow money to buy and okay one of our favorite people we're all over the place this morning is dave ramsey okay this is his smart money smart kids but one of the things he says is that we spend money we don't have to buy things we can't afford to impress people we don't like 
Remember that. That is so important. So, Laura, will you write that? We spend money we don't have to buy things we don't need to impress people that we don't like. So uh, spend less than you earn. But part of that is don't buy the things that you don't need. I mean, there is this whole movement um, for minimalism. But I'll tell you, the more money you get and the more stuff you buy, the more miserable you are because you just have more crap. Well, it's like, you know, if you reduce, if you have so much clothes to look at in the morning to try and work out what to wear, you end up spending more time frustrated trying to work out what to wear. If you only have a certain amount to choose from, you've got to make a decision and get move on. Like, I think some guys have said, these, these very successful entrepreneurs said, lessen your choices or your, your, your question. Keep things simple. Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs Obama, wearing, Zuckerberg. Wearing a black colon neck was just thing. the same thing he would do with it to lessen the stress that he says is so unnecessary because it eats up his time of the day. And, and like, I would think money and doing, I don't know, budgets are horrible, etc. But if you have a conscious feeling about it and you're consciously looking, I prefer to pay in money with money in hand. If I have with cash. cash in hand, I know what, do I need to really spend that? Ooh, oh, I took this money out on Monday and I've got how much left. It makes me feel about it and you're more consciously aware about it. It's kind of, I would Use say- Use cash I, instead of credit. I, I remember a flatmate of mine who hated ironing and I, and I just never understood her that she'd leave it till the end of the month to iron. And it would take her the whole day to iron this massive pile of clothes. I would iron every Sunday. And it would only take me like 20 minutes, half an hour. It didn't become stressful or frustrating. I didn't like it, but I knew if I was on top of it, things became easier. A lot of these kids on Instagram don't know what ironing is. <laughs> so back in, the, in our day, you had, to, uh, you had to use this hot thing to get wrinkles out of your clothes. Well, if you're, if you're, you're, oh, you're still at home, or you're thinking because you see your parents have, can have an, a cleaner or a housekeeper, I mean, I, I think that's, you know, up people's opinions they can afford to do that but if children are thinking well i'll just get a cleaner to do that for me well let's talk about how much that costs and can you afford it because yeah, you they need just to don't know iron anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right what's your next tip well if when i'm looking at you know, spend, spend less than you earn etc but working out and your and your monthly bank accounts just look through it because there's always something there that maybe you've missed or you know you need to, to, to save on. Because after you've done your working out of how much have I earned per month and how much am I spending on expenses, if it is turning to be uh, a minus, then obviously there's, there's something you've got to do. You've got to stop, stand still and say, right, I've got to look at my statement, look at every line item because you want to know what your, where your dollars are going, where your money's going. Because if you don't allocate it, it'll walk out the door. It will easily go out the door. You got to know. Yeah. yeah. So if you're making a thousand dollars, but you're spending fifteen hundred dollars. Well, you, you know, you 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 got a lot of credit card debt. Now, like think that's the case. so if you're spending a thousand, I mean, if you're making a thousand dollars and you're spending five hundred dollars, what do you do with the other five hundred dollars? So we say you're plus five hundred. Yes, exactly. Okay. So you're saying yeah. that you put first is to pay yourself. Pay yourself first. So that means you don't put it just in the credit card, in the checking account. You move it into a savings account. You move it away from your major account that pays for the bills. So you're paying yourself first. You think you're paying yourself first by going into the checking account. Well, actually, you, it, it, it's something you need to move it across to somewhere else constantly, a certain amount that you can afford. But you've got to work that out as well. But when you move it across, say it's 500. 
I would want to have an emergency fund of $1,000. If you can get to that first before any other debts you want to pay, if you can get to that first, then that helps you to have some kind of cushion and then move on about paying your smallest debt off as quickly as possible first. But before we get into that stage, you want to look at your expenses and say, well, how can I improve? What, what am I spending on? What do I need to do? Well, I find that mobile phones, TVs, all these things, negotiate. Go back every year to your, to your um, provider of internet or TV. You can always get it for and less. And you can negotiate with them. You can threaten and say, I want to pick an accountant because I, I, I really find I'm not getting what I want. I'm going to cancel. I'm actually, I heard there was a deal going on at this other company. And they, when you say those type of words to them, cancel, I want to move away to my, my uh, competitors, they start sitting up and they will give you massive discounts. And it's irritating because you feel blind you offer me this in the first place. Right. But they want to push on your laziness. You're apathetic. Oh, it's too hard. Or you just hassle. don't know. But it's when you're trying to cancel them, oh, they want to spin you around all the departments. You say, I want to spin an accountant, an accountant, the accounting department. That's who's got the authority. You've got to go straight to them and just keep repeating with a big massive sign besides saying no to everything, cancel, 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 because they will persuade you if you don't want to do that. We switched over to Rocco, which is simply you buy for 50 bucks a little box, put it in the back of your TV, and it's got all these programs you can watch with no advertising, no nothing, and it saved us about $100 a month. You know, there's a really good book, this reminds me, called The Millionaire Next Door, and that is like Barry's mentality, is these little tiny things that add up. So a lot of people would be like, oh, what am I going to save? Like, you know, it's going to be a lot of hassle to save 15 bucks a month. But if you were to save that $15 on your internet or another $12 on your phone or another $30 on your groceries because you're buying in bulk, you know, I mean, that, all those things, they add up. Yeah. So take, yeah. So do things small. Don't be defeated. Oh, I've still got that massive devil. Well, that, that's a mountain you've got to climb. You're starting out from the bottom when you start out looking at how to start. I need to start attacking that. But you do small debts first. If you can do small Wait, don't go into debt yet. Okay, well. okay hold on. Stick to, let's stick to the list. I know you get very excited. It's very <laughs> exciting about talking about money, which is good because me, I have a bad story about money and what I learned. But So back to those like negotiating lots of companies, you can actually uh, go with a company called Biltrim and they did one for me. They negotiated my internet and got it down for me. And I probably saved $200 over the year because they dropped it from 80 down to like $60. And I paid, I paid them a 10% difference of the amount I saved. That's all. Biltrim's pretty good with that. And they can come back every year for that. So, uh, so you want me to go back to what I'm uh, Yes, I want you to go back to pay yourself first. What does that mean? So first of all, if you have a job and you have a 401k, you should 1,000 million times percent be putting it into it, even if it was $10 a month. That's totally. paying yourself first. The younger that you are, the better to do that. I mean, for a while, yeah, you do feel, I just don't have the money. Well, you always have the money somewhere. It's just one of those changing your focus of your mind to certain things. But once you control that, okay, and, and you're putting it into 401k, because if, 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 if the company's matching, that is free money being given to you. You can't, can't ignore that. That's something you just you have to do. Um, but definitely you've got to have an emergency fund of some kind. Because you don't want to get into a situation where you've got suddenly no money, the car broke down, and I need to get to work. And you get you have to pay for someone to get a fix. You then use your credit card. So that's paying yourself there. first, too. So into 401k, into an emergency mm -hmm, fund, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. anywhere else? Well, eh, I would say as soon as you get that $1,000 up, I know it sounds a lot of money, but you'll get there if you just keep 
of emergency could be, fund. Could be something that's like $25 every paycheck or $50 within, you know, I don't know, calculate out in a year, you'll get there. Um, I would then pursue the next stage would be either if you are feeling confident and you don't have, if you do have debt, I mean, everybody seems to have debt in some kind, start attacking the debt first. Um, going into investments or a company called Acorn, I kind of like for people who are starting out as well because they round up. Every bill you pay. Acorn. Acorn, yeah. A-C-O-R-N. Yeah. If you're, it's kind of a, they call it a robo-advisor, so it's very cheap funds, very cheap funds because it's very, it's, they don't have people you're paying a lot of fees for. What, what, what happens is that if you buy something for like one ninety nine, that one cent goes straight to this account and it's applied to buying a share on your behalf. Your Acorn account. Yeah. So you and build so up, you can you know, build $25. Up without even realizing, it's like change in your pocket. We've got change in all this. You know, we don't use coins a lot, but get, chuck it in the drawer. Well, this is their way of saying, well, that spare change that you don't see. Chuck it into a smart drawer. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I would even go back basically about how you have a consciously feeling about money in your hat. The envelope system is quite good to say, okay, I'll, I'll start with a simple one envelope on, this is my lunch envelope. I think I spend $50 a week. Okay, well then take what you think you need per day from that my amount for that week and see if you still can survive on that $50. It gets you consciously thinking, what should I go and get? Where's my money much? going? Because yeah. if you're always using debit cards and credit cards, then you are not watching where your money's going. Yeah, I mean, if you added up Starbucks, I mean, I'm on basic coffee and that can be, if I was going out to have a coffee in the morning, Coffee, lunch, whatever. That's two coffees a day. That's about you know four or five dollars a day. It adds it, up. It, it adds up incredibly. By the end of it, people have been saying six to six hundred to a thousand dollars a year. If you do it at home, you can you can really cut that in half. But obviously, people are out all the time. But you got to think about that's what a thermos is for. Yeah, that's most definitely true. There you go. Good see, thinking. we have an answer for everything. Good practical thinking, there. You see. Okay. That's because my husband has me thinking practically. Yes, but you still haven't looked at the microphone. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> okay, so yes, we're kind of looking down here. Now. Um, so, um, so yes, uh, what Dave Ramsey, and this is a kind of book. Okay, so we are not paid by Dave Ramsey, no, although um, Barry is uh, a the coach of, yes. for the for the Total Money Makeover. He has a podcast, he has a website, he's got a thousand books and programs, a lot of free stuff, um, really, really sensible, easy ways to get information about how to manage your money and get out of debt. I mean, an overarching thing is like, you've got seven baby steps and I've kind of touched on them and saying like the first step is to, is basically set up an emergency fund, uh, try to get to the thousand dollars as soon as you can. Uh, the second, the second step is 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 basically then looking at your smallest debt, and once you pay that smallest debt off, say it was only, I don't know, say, but say say it took you three months and it was like fifty dollars, whatever every month or something like that. Then once that debt's paid, that fifty dollars, you should then move on to your next debt, and so do little steps. To, to get you say, hey, I'm moving forward. I've paid something off on a small baby step and you will get there. But it does take persistence. But more you look at your account, the more you know where your dollars are going, things become easier. I consciously know what we should be spending. And so it's know, just a bit of just being thought foresight about, well, is it worth it? Do I need that? Now, there's the other kind of question. Do I want it or need it? The needs are more important than the wants. 
depends on where you're shopping. <laughs> anyway, oh, one, yeah. oh, one, yeah. it's so interesting because honestly, you know, a lot of happier by the minute is about self-awareness and it's just about slowing down and being more aware of your thoughts, your actions, what you're doing, how you're spending your energy. And it's all the same with money too. What Money is energy. And so where are you spending it? What's the energy you're putting into it? Are you always, okay, one thing I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, he can give you the practical tips. He can give you the practical tips. I'm going to give you the spiritual energy tips. First of all, never use the sentence, I can't afford it. Okay, you need to tell the universe, I can afford it. I just am choosing not to spend my money on that. Like right now, I'm going to choose not to spend it on a BMW because I want to choose to use it on food so that I will be I alive. I was going to ask them not to. You are going to get in one day. One day. Um, so <laughs> the other thing that really worked for me, aside from having somebody that watches the money, is to repeat, and you're going to like totally think I'm crazy, but it works, and he will attest to it say this and um laura please write this over and over money comes easily and effortlessly to me i will tell you there have been times when he is stressing about money and i'm all wished don't tell the universe that and i will say you say out loud money comes easily and effortlessly to us and i am not kidding you will we get like some random check the next day yes it's a beauty we're not beauty it's like a <laughs> it's so true. It somehow happens, but you know, it's it's yeah. There is a lot of things about positive thinking, but you've you've got to have that kind of mindset of not being. I'll ignore it. Put my you know head in the sand with money. It's it's gonna it's gonna. It's there. It's a it's a living thing that you've got to move around. You've got to concentrate on it. It's part of your life. I know we. I don't. I never like math. I don't really like it, but I understand the importance. Like I think my my dad, without telling me would just write it down in a book. And I said, that must be important. Whatever he's doing, that must be important. So I get it. I yeah. get it, what his actions meant. So sometimes my actions are better than telling my kids about money. You sometimes say, oh, I've got to write that down. I've got to do this. I've got to make sure that adds up with this. What I love also about Barry is that you are not, well, uh, there's a lot of things I love about you, but that he is not great. He will say he's not great at math. That this, it's, oh, look at see Sam Star is already telling herself money comes easily and effortlessly. Like, I know it's going to happen for you. I love it. That he thinks he doesn't, isn't good with money, isn't really, you know, a math wizard. And he can still manage money. So that is the thing that I think is super important is you don't have to be a math wizard. You don't even have to love math to be able to manage your money. But as soon as you manage your money, whether it is $100 or a million dollars, you're going to feel so much more comfortable knowing where it's going, knowing what to do with it, knowing that you are in control of it and it is not in control of you, right? Yeah, well, we have to do one on education because I think algebra and quadratic equations just beat me down. I just felt if I'm if I can't understand that, that must mean I'm not good at math. Because and now realizing it was just something that I don't need to know about. Well, that's, that's why a, we're looking at progressive education. Uh, but that's a whole nother. Can I go back to school then? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a whole nother topic. Okay, so we talked about. So first of all, awareness. Okay, remember it's about awareness and not putting your head in your sand in the sand about money. Okay, you're going to take control. Myths about debt. Don't get into debt. Learn about debt. Don't let, on every college campus, they're trying to get these kids to open credit cards. And, you know, and then there's student debt. Like, there's so many ways to go into debt. 
um, that you don't have to do because you don't need the things that they're telling you you need, okay? We're telling you you don't need it. Um, keeping up with the Joneses. There's no keeping up with the Joneses. Or just stop being friends with the Joneses because really what they have, that you don't know if they're happy inside their house. Um, you know, there was this huge um, bubble in Silicon Valley, and I remember hearing that in one area, all these people had these big McMansions, but then they didn't have any furniture in them. They couldn't afford to buy furniture, but they wanted it to look like they had these big mansions. And it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, you know, what you really want is a healthy, happy life and family. You want to feel fulfilled. You know, this is what we talk about every other Friday on Happier by the Minute. All the things that bring you happiness that are not about money. So this isn't about get more money and you'll be happier, but this is about how to manage your money so it doesn't add additional stress so that you can focus on the other things. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, you know, keeping up with Joneses is quite a big thing around here in the Bay Area. Everywhere. But, but yeah. I do find that... Uh, True friends don't judge you. Um, they're with you in everything that you do. So it depends who your friends are and the groups you are, the people you want to be friends with. Are that you know you've got to qualify. Them. They're, why aren't you coming us to Hawaii with us this year? Well, money for it. Oh dear. Don't say we don't have the money for it. Well, no, I'll, we I'll say we're we'll spend it appropriately. We're, we're choosing to spend it somewhere else, and because we know money comes easily and effortlessly to us. Um, uh, yes, I, I sorry. Yeah. Uh, before we end, tell them about um, apps like Mint. And just so you know, we don't work for anybody. We don't get paid. We're not big enough. We're not important enough. I do. I have used these, so I'm not giving them out just for the sake of giving them out. Uh, Mint.com has been rated as one of the most simplest ones. Easy. There's a few other ones out there as well. Some of them you have to pay per month. This is just purely free. It attaches up to your bank accounts and your credit cards if you want to. And it. It's a good uh, site for just glancing. It pops up with the, and your, your weekly summary of how much you've spent for the week. Um, you can set up little budgets on what you do for food shopping, for you know, your internet and TV and your kids' activities. You, can, you have to go in sometimes and switch the activity around. So well, that what's actually for this kid's school and stuff. And so it kind of helps you keep it keep it in line of what exactly you need to do so mint.com i like it just to keep a summary of what's happening you don't have to get dig deep to it but at the beginning i would want you to get into it and try to work it out mint.com is a very good summary to keep you on course of what you wanted to get to yeah really easy to use Deshaun, it's very sweet thank you very much Yes, we are important. We're just ah. not important enough for people to pay us to talk about them. Samsara, love mint. Yes, it's really, really easy to use, and it works. A Honeydew app, have you tried that? That used to be like for, um, anyway, it's a way to save oh, money. Oh, right. That's really good, okay. too. Yeah. Um, ah. There's a lot of different tools. That's the, oh. the key. What we want to tell you, though, is there are tools. And again, start with, uh, with self-awareness. Start with knowing what you have and knowing what you spend because I cannot tell you how many people we meet mm -hmm. who don't even know that. And they just want to put their head in the sand and it's just really important to... Uh, and I think also as well, both of you have to know what's going on rather than say, well, you're the one who does it all the time. You can't, both of us need to be understanding what's going on because I think then we're on, uh, very much on the same page of yes. checking in with each other on certain things because... And I do know, I know a lot of couples who leave it with one person and it's very much, uh, oh, he does everything. He's got the passwords and well, that's something, you know, you really need to be both involved 
to know where all the accounts, where all the financial accounts are, if there's a lot. Um, but both you've got to be talking about it pretty constantly. I think once a month is always quite good. How are we? How are we getting on with it? But then that's all about the marriage counseling as well. It's talking about your highs and lows. You know, what are we doing next week? What are we going to do now? What about we're doing with this kid or that kid or um, our money? Where are the number we one stress in couples yeah, is money. They fight about money more than anything. And, and you can come from, as I said, right from the beginning, you come from two different backgrounds or two different types of, of, of what parents have educated you. Because unfortunately, school should really be more on budgeting and taxes and telling you how to save money. But we're not going to go down that no, rabbit no, hole. Sorry. <laughs> Zip it up. But it really, but, but I think, um, you know, what you bring to the table and what's your story about money and what you believe about money is really important to tackle too because a lot of times we put our head in the sand because it causes us so much stress, pain, you know, do you believe that money is the root of all evil? Do you, what are your beliefs about money? That is something to really think about too and especially as a couple or not as a couple but if you're just starting to date somebody and you're starting to, to get to know them, it's really important to know what are their beliefs about money. Um, do you believe that you're always broke? Oh my God, don't get into that relationship, right? You're not, you know, do, do they believe that they can't ever catch a break? Do, um, or do you believe, you know, like me, it's just money comes easily and effortlessly. And, you know, we've been very, very fortunate. Um, don't let money control you. You control what you've earned. It's, 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 your, it's your money that you've worked hard on. Now you should control it and be very tough on it. Like when you're doing bids or whatever, and people coming into your house or something like this, right? I want to know how much that's going to cost. I need to find out if I if there's better competition out there. It's my money, so I, I can be. People may percent have a percent that's been rude, but actually, I should be in more control of my money because I've earned it. And don't make it the most important thing. No. Um, you know your joy, happiness, children, friends, family, relationships. Mm -hmm. I said often that the um, longest running study that I think it's at Harvard about um, a happy life, the longest study has proven that it's not health, it's not money, it is relationships. So that is where you want to invest your time. You know, let somebody else help you figure out where to invest your money. You focus on relationships, but just pay attention to it. Well, I hope you really enjoyed having Barry as our guest. So that's it. Getting happier by the minute and wealthier by the minute is literally just a habit we have to get into in little chunks. Thanks for listening to Happier by the Minute podcast. Please make the world a better place by sharing this, liking it, leaving a comment, all those things you know that we need to get help us get the message out. So I really appreciate you listening and really appreciate you helping me share the message.